Hey, this is Brett, and we are excited to let you know that today's show is brought to you by the Rocky Mountain Channel, one of our favorite places to get your nature fix, where you can explore the real Rockies. From award-winning documentaries to music in the mountains, this is Adventure with a Conscience. We think you're going to love it. You can check it out and subscribe at RockyMountainChannel.com. To the mountain. This is Brett. And this is Melissa. And the reason we are here? We're here to inspire you to get outside and connect with nature for mindfulness and personal growth. Naturally! Yeah, we're here to change things up a little bit. That was yeah. pretty fun, me leading the intro. <laughs> Before you know it, I'm not even going to have a job here That's anymore. <laughs> Getting booted out of my seat. That's right. Move over, Bacon. <laughs> hey, that's fun. Hey, I'm well, number one. I want to welcome my co-host. It's how you been? It's good to see you. I've been great. <laughs> and I think we just welcomed everybody else too, didn't we? Yeah, it's been a good week. You know, we had a we had a snow day. We we Who's I we, well <laughs> me and all my <laughs> my school teacher me and all my wife here colleagues and friends <laughs> at school had a snow day because yeah. we got some serious snow and some cold weather. Oh man, it is beautiful when the it's sun is sparkling now. off the snow yeah. in, in the sub-zero Arctic temperature. Yeah, here in Colorado. And then to top it all off, this morning we went in and the heat was broken. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it's been an interesting week, but it's been fun. Yeah, and I know we're not the only ones. We have friends and family on the East Coast and down in Texas. Ooh, ooh shout out to Auntie Jojo and Uncle Tim. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, they're outside of Dallas and they got about an inch of snow, but an inch of snow there is very, oh, that's very like three treacherous. Feet here in Colorado, yeah, because they it? don't know how to drive in the snow. No yeah. offense if you're from Texas, but there's a lot more accidents in an inch of snow than there are here when we get 12 inches of snow. So, And you can get away with saying that because you're from Texas originally. Well, a long time ago. It's that's true. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever you're from, welcome to Fireside Friday here at Mountain Zen Den. And we're just glad you showed up. Yeah, it's so nice to have you all here. So what are we talking about today, Frui? Well, I thought we would talk about meditation made simple. Mm. Last week we discussed why nature and why mindfulness, kind of what this whole show is about. And now we can just kind of take it back to beginner's mind and discuss maybe our personal practices in meditation, what works for us, what doesn't, how we got started and why. Yeah, and and I uh, can assure you mine is very simple but very powerful. All right, so I'm glad you said that because... Um, I've watched your meditation practice really grow and deepen. Mm-hmm. Not that you, you judge somebody's meditation practice, but I've seen it actually making a difference in your life right. and your oh, attitude. it really has. And you, you used to be grumpy all the time, and you, now you laugh all oh, the I was, time. I was awful. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but seriously, you, um, how long have you been meditating now? Not very long. Probably only six months, maybe? Yeah. yeah. Um, on and off before that, but I really resisted meditating. I am a kind of an energetic person and I like to do and I like to go and I just resisted sitting quietly. I felt like I was wasting time that I should be doing other things. And I just, I knew the benefits. I knew the importance of stilling my mind and, you know, getting centered and getting, gaining clarity. I just, I couldn't, I just, I don't know how to explain it. I just, I couldn't do it. Well, what changed for you? Well, 
you know, I started really simple with the Calm app. A lot of you know about, you know, meditation apps like Calm or Breathe or Headspace. Headspace. Yeah. And I think, I think that is a great place when you're a beginner to start because you don't, you don't have to figure out what to do. It walks you through everything. Guided meditations like that are a great place to start. Yeah. Um, and even that was a challenge for me to just sit there and listen to her and be like, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> um, and then over time, I realized that listening to her was starting to become a little bit of an obstacle and a hindrance to me. Mm. So I switched from calm to just listening to, sometimes I listen to very kind of relaxing, meditative music. Um, Where do you I, find that? I usually go to Apple Music. Mm-hmm. Like I have one on there called Prayer Music, and it's yeah. just instrumental and it's really beautiful. And for me, I, you know, I love to pray. That's, that's kind of my meditation. I, I often, or I always leave time for just quiet time too, but I love to open up my meditation with a prayer time. Um, I like to, I'm a very visual, I have a very good imagination. So I always visualize myself sitting in actually, you know where, you know where it is? It's from Chambers Lake. Where up we, here, yeah, in, north of northwest of Fort Collins, yeah, where we went yeah, camping a lot one time. Of moose up there. Yeah, there was this little island, and it was grassy meadow, and the river came down and split around this island, and then went into Chambers Lake. It's beautiful, and I don't know why, but that really made an impression on me. So I always visualize that I'm sitting, um, <laughs> crisscross applesauce, as we say in first grade, and I'm sitting cross-legged. And I envision this. This might sound kind of weird, but you know the the rays of light that come down from the clouds when the sun's shining through. That yeah, kind the of glory, kind of makes you. Yeah, it's just like this spiritual vision. So I always envision that the, you know that that's the rays of sun start to come out, and then I just picture all this goodness and all this light coming into my coming into my head, almost like being poured into my brain and my wow. head from God, and. Okay, this is going to really sound crazy, but I again, I'm so visual. I, I I visualize different colors for different aspects of things I'm praying for. So, mm. like wisdom might be kind of a silverish gold, and compassion might be kind of a purple, and kindness and love is red. And I picture all these different things that I'm constantly seeking and wanting to cultivate in my life, and I imagine them coming from God, streaming down through those rays of sun into my into my mind, into my soul, into my spirit. Wow, that is so and visual. I, it's very visual, and so, I don't know, I just, I love it. It's all sparkly and glittery, and I just imagine it filling me up inside where I'm just all illuminated and glowing, and <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, I know, it sounds a little crazy, but it works for me, um, and, and that's just such a a time where I really feel really close to God and I really feel like I'm in communion with him and, and I'm not just saying, and I want this and I want this. And of course, you know, there, there are prayers that I have, you know, for myself and for my family, but it's also a time that I just give thanks and gratitude for all of my blessings. Yeah. And then I, I, I try to have as much time as I can. And this, again, you guys, this isn't an hour long. This, that's not, I can't do that. I just, okay. I, I I could do that. I choose not to do that right now. But I would probably say 10 or 15 minutes for me is all I'm doing right now. But it's it's really impacted my life. But I after I do my prayer and my gratitude, I have, you know, several moments of just quiet so that I can be still and receive anything that might be needing to, <laughs> you know, be given to me. Yeah. Any kind of anything. I don't know, guidance, voice, um, I feel like your intuition is a very, 
that's a very strong guidance system yeah. from God. That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I, I just try to make sure to be still and listen. That's interesting. For anybody who knows you, uh, I wouldn't have, because you're, you're so active and bubbly and vivacious all the time, um, even in the morning sometimes. <laughs> often. <laughs> yeah, often. I, I didn't mean sometimes. I meant often. Yeah. Um, to, to hear you say that you, know, you, you turn your meditation time into prayer time is, is uh, kind of eye-opening. Yeah, and for me, that's, you know, it, everybody's different. Um, of course, there's so many different ways you can meditate and, you know, you can focus on a word like om or mm. peace or, you know, there are many people that don't even believe in a higher power and that's fine. But for me, that relationship is really important. Yeah. And so it's a great way for me to center and be still and connect. Yeah. And if I don't get that in the morning, it my day does not go as well. So what changed for you? You, uh, you, you know, for I, I was meditating. Mm-hmm. I've been meditating about four years, on and off. Uh, I say off, meaning you know I wouldn't do it um, every day in a row, but mm-hmm. but I was meditating or trying to uh, in my mind, <laughs> and um, all of a sudden you jumped in and you just started really connecting. Right. What changed? Well, again, I owe it all to the Miracle Morning. You know that for me having a a process, a structure, a routine that I could do every day. And it was hard at first. It was really hard at first. But I feel like if you have a routine and a ritual and you stick to it, you're going to see the payoff. And so I just started slow. And then the more I did it, the more I wanted it. And the more I prayed, the closer I felt to God and the more I wanted to be in that space. And I don't know, it just kind of I feel like it just kind of took on a life of its own. Wow. And, and the, the inner peace that I felt from, from that practice was addicting. Yeah. Well, when you say Miracle Morning, for those of our listeners who just, you know, this is the first time they've listened in, what is that? So The Miracle Morning is a book by Hal Elrod, and it's, it's an amazing book about how to implement. Well, basically what he did is he studied all these successful people, and he found out they do all, you know, there's there's a million people out there that do all kinds of different morning rituals, but he discovered that the most successful people did these six things, seven things, S-A-V-E-R, I can count. The <laughs> first grade teacher. Yeah, for, yeah, that's as high as I can count. <laughs> no, but he he narrowed it down to six, and he has an acronym, SAVERS. Um, silence, affirmation, affirmations, visualization, exercise, reading, and scribing, which Journal. is journaling. Yeah, so... I don't know what it was about that. It just really hit me hard because I'm the type of person that like, just give me, give me a, a process. Give me something I can do. Give me a roadmap, yeah. you know, because otherwise I just, I don't stick to things as well if I don't have a clear path. So yeah. that, that book really helped me take the guesswork out of what do I do? Right. And, you know, and, and I'm very religious about writing down savers and I check it off as I go in the morning um, and sometimes it's a nice long morning and sometimes it's a short 15 minute morning, but it's, it's the process of all those different aspects. That's beautiful. It's good to see it working for you too. In fact, I'm very glad it's working for you because I know when I used Makes to your meditate, life easier, huh? <laughs> it does. <laughs> uh, you, you know, I tried to get you to meditate a while back, um, gent- gently, 
And you even you even sat down a few times and a couple and, times, but I don't like to be told what to do. <laughs> no, and then the other thing I said, well, let's just meditate together. And about thirty seconds into the meditation, I'd feel somebody tweaking my nose or poking my side or just laughing. See, I at just me. want to mess with you. I don't know. It's it's a problem. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was good for my my uh, actual. Constant, I was helping you to focus and concentrate. Yeah, you helped and a lot. ignore all the little. <laughs> pokes and prods okay anyway let's talk about you now what is what is your practice like and how long have you been meditating for well after listening to your hallucinogenic (laughs) journey (laughs) it's not nearly as exciting i don't do drugs people i really don't (laughs) you don't need to you have a very visual imagination yes and that's cool you know (laughs) it reminded me as you're talking about this of this old charlie brown cartoon that i saw of linus and lucy and charlie brown laying on their backs staring up at the clouds and uh Lucy says, they said, what do you see? And Lucy says, I see Michelangelo painting the Sistine Chapel. And Linus said, I see the stoning of Stephen as based in the book of Luke. And then they said, what do you see, Charlie Brown? And he said, I was going to say I saw a ducky and a horse, but (laughs) I take that back now. And you may feel that way, like I do. It's like, well, my meditation, not you. um, What what are you trying to say here? (laughs) Our audience may feel that way. Um, because not everybody's practice is the same, and that's good. It's it's meant to be just for you and very... You definitely have to find what works for you, or exactly. you're not going to do it and you're not going to stick with it. Exactly. So what has worked for me in the past, kind of like you, I got started with an app, the mm-hmm. Breathe app, which I really liked, Lynn, at the time. And then you had gotten the Calm app, I think, through school. Yes. And I, had, I was familiar with it. I, I really liked their nature scenes me on too. the Calm app. And then uh, I discovered Tamara, who is a really good meditation leader and guide. And so I kind of got into her for about a year. I was meditating through wow. uh, Calm. But like you, after a while, it kind of got in the way. Right. Um, I still go back to it from time to time. It's it's like bump for to me. It was like bumper guards on a in a bowling yeah, our training alley. wheels. It's a mm-hmm. great start. Yeah, and and it's 15 minutes long, and it was a good um, training time. But more, even about the same time you started meditating, I, I started to realize that I wanted a little more time to meditate, and I wanted less uh, guided meditation and just allow. Um, so do you have a word that you focus on? Are you just still and, and just let your thoughts go by and you know focus on your breathing? What do you do? So we talked about practical tips, and this is what I find the most practical, is to really be, be aware of your posture to begin with. Mm-hmm. You don't have to make it terribly difficult. Just get in a comfortable position, upright and um, very dignified, if possible. You can do it laying down as well, and I've done that, but I find that when I'm sitting up, I'm more alert, especially in the morning. It's easy to fall asleep if you yeah, I wouldn't do your lay down. <laughs> laying down. But it is possible. Uh, I've done it driving. But I like to sit upright, close my eyes, and just take in a few deep breaths to the point where I can feel like I'm relaxing. Right now, I'm doing a six count in, a two count hold, and a eight count breathing out. And if you've never done that before, it, it's supposed to stimulate the vagus nerve, which relaxes your body. And I have noticed that that's really helped me recently. Just to do that three or four times, just to get into the, the um, mode of meditation. And it's, then from there, it, it just depends on the day. But the main thing is just to sit quietly and observe for a little bit and take note of how you're feeling. I take note of um, what the voices in my head are saying 
And instead of getting all caught up in it, I just say, hmm, that's interesting. Or sometimes I'll name it. If I start planning my day, I'll just say planning. Or if I have a memory um, or any other thought that comes up, just to name it and say thought. So you're just kind of the observer. Just sitting there. And this used to be so uncomfortable for me. Mm-hmm. And the, the longer I've done it, the more satisfying and gratifying it is to just be able to sit. And I really had a struggle sitting 5 to 15 minutes before. And I, I can sit for a half hour and not even, it, it just seems like time flies by. Wow. And the, the longer I do it, the more enjoyable it has become in general. I still have days where I will wake up and know that I'm beginning my meditation and my mind is just monkey mind all over the place. And it drives me crazy. And I was like, I got I to gotta slow down here. And I'll get up and go get my coffee. I'll come back and sit down and kind of readjust. And most of the time, it, I finally am able to settle in. There are some days when I just can't. And I'll still sit there, but it's very unsatisfying. But ironically, those are the days you need it the most, right? Absolutely. It's like, And that's when you don't want to do it. It's like, ah, it's not working. But you have to just have the discipline to sit down and do it. And we have a cockatiel to... <laughs> Dogs and two cats that are upstairs. We have a turtle downstairs. That's where I should be meditating. <laughs> yes. Because these animals have become my my teachers, actually, in the beginning. Uh, especially when we... This is our daughter's bird. Especially the cockatiel. Yeah. Uh, that we're taking care of. And I, I just... I'll be honest. I did not... I was so distracted by... He makes crazy jungle sounds. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> Amongst other things. It's very and, hard to focus sometimes. And he can't even uh, whistle a full tune to the right tune. But uh, And so it was distracting to me. And then it hit me one day, you know what? These are your teachers. This is good practice to, stay, to learn how to stay focused. And um, I would watch you sit on the floor cross-legged or My sit on the mini tramp, which is a great spot for you to meditate until the dogs come get in your lap and the cat you know climbs in your I have pictures of you with just True. surrounded by animals we <laughs> around True. our house we call Melissa Snow White because all I the animals love, just love her <laughs> and I don't know how you do that well I think for me I, that's why I have to wear the headphones um, I have those big kind of studio headphones yeah that, and that's wireless wireless and I have to have some kind of background soft something otherwise I mean the dogs still nudge me and keep Pippin, our cat, still crawls in my lap. But for me, I need that that soft kind of background noise to help kind of take me away. So I, if you are, especially if you're starting out, don't use this. Don't use your crazy household as a training ground. <laughs> Wait till you're a little stronger. <laughs> find I suggest a quiet spot. find a quiet spot or put on some noise canceling headphones or some nice soft music. Yeah. It, it certainly helps put you in that space a lot. Quicker. It does. It, yeah. Otherwise, if I had started out that way, I would have been so discouraged. I think I would have just said, you oh, know, yeah. it's not worth it. I'm not getting anything exactly. out of Exactly. So what are you supposed to get out of meditation? For me, it's, I just love silence and solitude first thing in the morning. It's where I best connect with God and with myself. And even if it's a little noisy around me, it's the discipline of practicing silence that is why I meditate. Um, I, I love the art of slowing down, yeah. practicing presence and gratitude mm-hmm. in the midst of uh, a silent morning, as silent as possible around our house. And also, I just noticed, and I've used this metaphor before, but I noticed that it seems like when I've meditated, and it's happening more and more these days, when I get into a stressful situation, that meditation still sticks with me, and I'm able to have like a 30,000-foot view 
where you can, you know, see everything from above and it all makes a lot more sense. And it also gives you some distance between action and reaction when yeah. something happens. I'm glad you said that because when you asked why meditate, I was really thinking hard about, well, what, what, what do I gain from meditation? Why do I do it? And it made me think it definitely gives you a different perspective and I think it helps you better respond versus react throughout your day, you know, because like you said, you're creating that space. Um, and for me, that just, it brings me back to my center, to my core of who I really am without the noise of the world. And it makes me remember what's really important, you know, and try yes. to, hon- it tries, helps me to hone into my purpose, um, you know, service to the world and to my kiddos and to my friends and to my family. And I don't know, it just, it puts it all in perspective for me. So when I go out there into the rat race, it doesn't, I don't know. And you've been meditating sometimes at lunchtime as well, don't you? Sometimes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes I really do and just take those five minutes even to kind of recenter myself. It just makes your whole day go well. It really does. You're not, it's like you're the observer. You're not the one caught up in everything. It's Mm. kind of like... Um, so one of my favorite, favorite books is, um, the untethered soul. And he talks about Michael Singer. Yeah. Michael Singer. It's such a great book. And he talks about, so like when you're driving in your car, for example, you see, you know, you see trees going by, you see buildings going by and, and you do see them. It's not like you're, you're not aware of them and you might even notice them and appreciate their beauty and then they're gone. And then you're on to the next, whatever, as you're, and they're all just passing you by. You're experiencing every, every moment with joy. You know, well, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the whole point is you're you're experiencing it and letting it go, experiencing it and letting it go. And then he talks about, okay, so now you see a car that, do you remember this part of the book where he yes, says he sees yes. a car that looks like his girlfriend's car? The blue Mustang. Yeah, the blue Mustang. And all of a sudden he's wondering, he sees a couple in there and they're hugging or kissing or something. And he's wondering if that's, if that's his girlfriend. And the whole point is that he now, instead of watching all these things go by, now you're fixated on that image. And all of a sudden, you start creating a story in your mind about that image. And, well, I wonder if that really was him. And da 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 And pretty soon, you're all caught up, and you're, you're basically stuck. You're stuck. You've, you're blocked because you're, you're obsessing about this one thought. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, tying that back into why I meditate is I feel like when I go, go throughout my day, I try to take those things in, you know, as, as, as my day comes and the experiences, the conversations, the events that happen, I try to take them in, experience them and then let them go. And if I feel a disturbance, I feel like there's something I want to hang on to. Just, I'll even stop and just say, I'm breathing in, I'm breathing out. And then I just, it's so much easier to kind of let that go and not get stuck there because then that helps you truly live in the moment. So I think meditation, like you said, helps you be present and helps you experience each moment and not get so stuck and caught up in what our story our mind is just oh my gosh it's it's brilliant at creating stories and then pretty soon and perceptions and and you're off on a rabbit trail it's stuck somewhere not enjoying what's actually happening happening in front of you not being present yeah wow so that's i mean that was kind of a long way to say that that's probably the biggest takeaway for me that's why i do it because I, I want to enjoy every moment and every experience. Life is short. And, and when I have those, I mean, I'm, I am so human. I get so disturbed, you know, <laughs> by so many say, things and people. <laughs> when you see a blue BMW, because I when know I, 
You get and when I see that blue BMW, stories. I'm like, why is that car not mine? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but I mean, I, I certainly get irritated or I can feel, you know, a, mm-hmm. a reaction that I don't like. Isn't it interesting? And I don't want to hold on to that. I want to let that go. We're always telling ourselves stories and don't even realize it. And then all of a sudden all when you're meditating, time. that's 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 yes. the practice of meditation is observing yourself yes. telling those stories or it's not yourself like you said it's yeah. it's your inner roommate yeah <laughs> it's like michael singer says you should just just do it one day folks just go all day and just listen to that inner dialogue and all the things it says about every single little thing it's quite comical actually get some popcorn because it's like what <laughs> yeah the beautiful thing about meditation also is that when you're done meditating for the day once you've tapped into it a few times successfully and when I say successfully where you know you're not going to quit doing it you can take that meditation with you throughout the day right. and it just helps in those moments when you do get distracted when you do see a blue Mustang or BMW <laughs> that uh, you are now noticing what you're thinking and that's been really helpful that's why I'm still meditating every day it helps you lead a more contemplative life just in general like you said you take it with you yeah. you see the world very differently then yeah and I, one other thing I, I love this it's I'm glad you're doing this show with me because I get to learn a lot more about my wife my beautiful wife here uh, you do really have a great imagination but you it sounds like your nature setting is very important to you it's in your very visualization. Important. I, I cannot meditate without visualizing myself in nature. And I even hear the little bubbling, you know, brook to the sides around that little island. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it kind of depends on your day. If all you want to do is just close your eyes, take some deep breaths and, and say some some gratitude, you know, say some gratitude statements yeah that's meditation if you want to just visualize your perfect day how what you would do how you would react kind of planning that on your mind that can be meditation yeah yeah um you know what else what are some easy it can look so different and so unique depending on how you feel and that's what i the the whole point of today's episode is to say that meditation is simpler than we make it Um, we discussed what works for us and you know what hasn't worked for us in the past but if you're listening to this and going, I just, I don't get it. It's, it's too complicated. I don't feel like a guru sitting on a mountain in Tibet. Um, that's not what it's about. No. It's about just stopping. It's a, meditation is as simple as sitting with your eyes closed and breathing. Exactly. And even if it's just for one minute, that is a good meditation. Absolutely. We really want to encourage you with that. Some of these other things, hopefully you found a tip or two that that works for you like the visualization in nature that's what this show is about stopping in the middle of your day and just say i'm breathing in i'm breathing out that simple awareness brings you back to to your center sending up a thank you for something that you just all of a sudden noticed Mm -hmm. wow what would my life be like if i couldn't see or if i couldn't smell or if my right hand didn't work and i had to write exactly (laughs) just take a few minutes here and um Close your eyes. Just practice right now. This is the simplest meditation you will ever do.
know about you, but that just helped me remember to slow down and breathe a little bit and recognize this moment as another beautiful moment given us to live today. Congratulations. Believe it or not, you just meditated. It's that simple. Beautiful. I'm really glad you all were here today. It is an honor and a privilege to have you as part of our Fireside Friday, where we just come together to celebrate mindfulness and nature. Thank you so much for being here. And we really enjoyed sharing our personal meditation experience with you. And we'd love to hear how it how it's going for you and what you experience and, and any tips you might have for our community. That's right. You are a part of our community here. If you want to be able to reach out to us, um, you can go to mountainsenden.com. There's several places to sign up and subscribe. Uh, go to the podcast page, actually, and uh, that'll tell you everything you need to know. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you guys. Thank you. All right. Happy Fireside Friday, and we look forward to seeing you back here again soon. See you next time. Remember, life is a gift. Nature's a gift. And you are a gift back to the world. (laughs) Bye-bye.